I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding. Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Serna. And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition. This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way. Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome to episode 102 of The Bridal Breakdown. I'm so excited. Today we have Micah with us and Chris, and I'm back, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) Ashley is back. We're coming in hot with a wedding day breakdown with Micah, who I would like to self-designate or like give her the title of our first official bridal breakdown wedding. That's your that's like your title. Now, I don't know. I'm sure there are other people when they have planned their wedding that they maybe started listening like right at the beginning of getting engaged, maybe before they got engaged. I'm not aware of those people. So if you are that <laughs> person, let us know Micah. and you you can share that title. But what I do know is that from the start, uh, both you and Aaron listened to like some of the episodes that, that um, I sent you right when you guys chose to have us as your photographers. And then it's also just special because you're important to Lara and I and Ashley, like we've developed this relationship with you. And then obviously we were there to photograph your big day, Lara and I were. So there's just a lot of layers to this one. I'm very excited about this wedding day breakdown. Yes. And honestly, when Aaron and I met Chris and Lara, we were not even engaged yet. So technically i started listening before i was engaged so like total like she is the bridal breakdown listener yeah like she's like yes. she yeah, had the all the ideas all, cap. <laughs> all caps where do we want to get started ashley like i feel like there's so much that, should we talk about before like maybe a little bit of wedding planning before and yeah. then i want to know how like the bridal breakdown you know philosophies impacted wedding planning like, what were the big things that stuck out to you? What did you continue to think back on? Um, what grounded you? All the things. Like, how did how did the show impact your wedding experience? I listened to a bridal breakdown episode that talked about how when you're looking for a wedding vin- uh, vendor, you're interviewing them, and they're also interviewing you. And you want to find um, people that you click with and that you can trust. And I felt like that was the most important part of wedding planning for me was finding vendors that I could trust. And looking back on our wedding day, I felt like that day I was able to completely turn over so many things to all of our vendors because I knew I could just trust them to get the job done. They knew what my vision was. I feel like I made it very clear. Um, what I wanted our day to feel like, what I wanted it to look like, the vibe I wanted our guests to get. And everyone just did that and above and beyond. Um, And so part of that was interviewing our vendors, making sure we got along. And yeah, I love another big part. (laughs) Go ahead. That's a good one. That's a really good one. No, if you have another thought, go for it. I can't come on the podcast and not talk about our wedding why. That's a big one. So what was your wedding why? At the very, very beginning of our wedding process, I wrote that our wedding wine was to celebrate our five-year love story and the companionship that we had built and celebrate that with the people that mattered the most to us. How did you do that? Like, what was your mindset on wedding day? And like, how did you set your day up to be able to achieve that? I wanted people to leave our wedding knowing more about us and knowing more about our love story and the high school sweetheart thing and all of that goodness. 
Um, so we actually, our officiant was one of our really close friends. Um, she was a pastor in Wichita, then moved to Texas later. Um, she was one of Aaron's best friend's mom. So she's known him since he was even smaller. And we worked with her, I don't know, throughout a six month process to kind of create what we wanted her to say. We wanted it to feel very personal. We wanted it to include certain aspects of our own faith. We wanted to use the vows that our church in Wichita New Spring uses for their like vow renewals, um, just because I really liked the way that they were crafted. And so we will, we were able to work with her to create something that reflected us and was still what I thought was enjoyable for everyone else who was in the audience. So we did that. Um, for dessert, we had donuts, which I know some people love donuts. Some people hate donuts. I happen to love donuts, and it was actually what our first date was. We oh, went to a local adorable. donut shop before high before our high school classes started. He was a little freshman. I was a little sophomore. I was older, and we just went to get donuts before school. It was maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Like it was short. He says it was love at first sight. I didn't think it was, um, <laughs> but we wanted to, we wanted to include that. And so we had tons and tons of donuts. We had a little sign next to it that said, enjoy the same dessert that Aaron and Micah had on their first date. Oh, so people yeah. understood why we didn't have a big cake for everyone. And it was a crowd pleaser. Um, that was really I bet exciting. everybody thought that was so cool. It's like yeah, almost a way great. for them to like, feel like they're a part of it, you know? What was the thing that you've heard from a lot of your guests that they were like, this is like, we remember this. This was so memorable. Like, this was so cool. Like, what's the thing that you keep hearing over and over again? The car. Really? Yes. That was actually my grandmother's car um, that was given to my mom. Um, we're oh a big God. car family. They love antique cars. And so we we cleaned it up. We took some photos out um, outside with it. And it was just a hit. We've had people message us being like, Hey, do you rent those out? And yeah, unfortunately not. Um, but it was just <laughs> yeah, really no cool to include my grandma. It was my great grandma who is no longer with us in the ceremony, Aww. and that was kind of a theme throughout the wedding. Actually, was including um, past loved ones into the wedding. Uh, my veil that I wore had pearls all over it, which is what my grandma wore every day. It was her statement. I don't think I've ever seen her without her pearl studs and a little pearl necklace. Um, and so we actually, oh, I, didn't um, know that. I wore her teeny tiny pearl studs in my ear. And then I had another one kind of hidden into the veil. It was a different color, but you couldn't quite tell. Um, so yeah. that was our way of including her in it. And, um, then I had gifted Aaron a pin that he was able to wear like on the inside of his jacket that had his grandpa on it. And that was, I, mean, I saw the video of him opening it and he was just so blown away. It was a very beautiful thing that we got to include them in it. And he said that was one of his favorite parts of the wedding as well. Yeah. It's so crazy when you think about how everybody remembers their wedding day and the things that are their favorite. And so many times it's like the most minute little detail like one of my favorite things for my wedding was I gave Justin these pins that nobody saw but they were of my dogs and I ordered them and giving them to him and him wearing them is one of my favorite things and it's so little nobody else knows about it but I love it I think one of the most memorable things about your day at least in my mind was how and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong but it felt like you were not worried about anything it felt very 
I don't want to say stress fee, but it felt very low stress. Now, maybe you were experiencing something different on the inside. And if you were, it definitely wasn't showing. Why do you think that was, Micah, that you had such like a carefree attitude? Do you think it was that you were trusting your vendors or were there other things contributing to you just being able to be present? Part of it was hiring vendors. Like I said before, it was really, really, really important for me to hire people that I knew I could trust um, and that I knew could create the day that we had worked so hard to put together. Another part of it was therapy. I struggle with anxiety and depression. Um, I have horrible, horrible anxiety when I'm unmedicated. And um, so that day I, you know, we were at an Airbnb the night before I woke up with all my girls and we treated it just kind of like any other day. Um, we woke up, we had breakfast, you know, we got in the car and we drove there and I was surrounded by them all day, just encouraging me and lifting me up. And we had, um, a speaker playing all of our like girl power anthems. And not only did I have my bridal party, it was an epic playlist. And I kept telling <laughs> like, them not that. Only I was good. like, guys, this playlist is so good. And then another mm. song would come on and be like, this playlist is great. It was so, so good. And we had our Something Blue crew, who was girls that weren't in our bridal party, but were still really special to me. And I wanted to honor them. And so I had them wearing blue to the wedding as my Something Blue. And so I had them up in the bridal suite with us. And my cousins joined us. And one of Aaron's aunts came up there and it was just like a very feels inclusive. It just felt like a very positive space. Safe. It was very inclusive and safe and uplifting. Yes. All of those amazing words. And so I had just been showered with praise and love that whole day that I didn't even have time to think about if anything was going to go wrong. And even if it did, I had what I call the buffer people who would deal with the problem and then let me know if they needed to. If something went wrong and I didn't hear about anything that went wrong in quotation marks until maybe after the wedding, but it was little things. It wasn't anything that I needed to stress about or worry about on that day. Um, At one point I was getting a drink from the bar and I turned around and there was someone standing very close to me and I spilled my whole glass of vodka cranberry all down my strapless dress and um the look on Aaron's face was absolutely priceless we hadn't taken sunset photos at this point and my whole bodice just had a huge red bright red bright red all the way down it and the bartender looks at me and she goes oh girl I got you and she handed me a rag which I don't even know what they're using this rag for. Like it was gross looking and she poured some club <laughs> soda on it. Yep. Club and soda. She just dabbed my dress and it was gone. It was gone in a matter of seconds. I don't even know if Chris knew until after. Uh, no, we I didn't know. Photos. He didn't have to edit anything out. And nope. it just, it just happened. And honestly, I think Aaron was more freaked out about it than I was. But all I was thinking is, is, like the important part's over. Like we're married. It's you and me now. And if all this fails, I can go put on the more comfy second dress. Yeah. Well, and I'll never forget to like after, like this was at the very beginning of the day. You had just gotten into your dress and either your sister or your mom, they were both standing around you and something, maybe someone said something about the bottom of your dress. And I'll never forget. You did this. You said, guys, it's okay. This is what the dress is for. It's going to get dirty. And that was it. That's all that was said. And I was like, she's got it. She's in a good headspace. Mm-hmm. Like we're fine. We're going to be okay. Today's going to be great. 
No kidding. I think that's something that we we tend to harp on. Like your dress has a train. Trains are made to drag. Like it's not that, you know they they will drag. It's just part of it. Or like if you're going outside, it's part of it. You've got to let it go. Can't let it steal your joy. And the fact that you had that moment of being able to tell it and empower everybody else to know that you're not worried about it because yeah. if they don't worry you don't worry but if they start to worry it can affect you you know and right yeah you just absolutely. give them permission to be like it's fine I promise I'm okay with it <laughs> there she goes we agree Poppy agrees Poppy's like yes Poppy preach. agrees with you guys the bridal breakdown prepped me to have an absolutely trash wedding dress after the wedding and it <laughs> yeah. did I mean there was there was dust in the corners there was, mm-hmm. especially in the bridal bridal suite upstairs, like my dress had a very long train and it sweeped under the the couch and picked up all the dust. And I left the room cleaner, you know? Yep. We're cleaning up <laughs> as we go. You sent them an invoice. You're Dude, like, hey, seriously. Guys, I, yeah. I dusted your room. Your dress, it was also so stunning. It was so modern and so beautiful. When I see that material every day at the wedding, I'm like, oh, please, please, please be okay. You've got to know this sucker is like a microfiber towel. Like it is going to soak up that dust everywhere. So I am curious, Micah, is there like, is there any part of your wedding day that you were disappointed in or that like left you feeling like, I wish it would have gone this way or what, or, or some of the things that did go wrong that you you didn't find out about later. Cause I know one of the things that you had mentioned before we hopped on is like, you didn't want people to think like, Your you know, you had this perfect day that didn't come without, you know, it's set of setbacks. Before I was about to walk down the aisle, which I'm sure Lara has told you about this. I was up there with two door openers, which is how the barn at Graceville works. The bride enters from the bridal suite and there's two big doors. And so they just ask you to have two responsible people up there. I asked two of my something blue girls. Um, I wanted to be with people that I trusted and who I know would be there for me. Um, but I was stressing. And it's so weird to think about now because I literally had no reason to stress whatsoever. But the anticipation of waiting to walk down the aisle was insane. I was waiting. I mean, I was walking down the staircase by myself and both of my parents were meeting me down there. I was going to walk down the stairs for like 15 seconds. Like it's a very chill thing, but I was so, so nervous. I was pacing back and forth. I was telling the girls like, unzip me. I need to go to the bathroom. Like you guys are just going to have to do it. Unzip me. It's time to go. I need to go to the bathroom so bad. We just, we have to do it now. And they're like, you're fine. Like, you're just nervous. You have no reason to be nervous. Like just breathe. Like you're, you're going to be fine, Micah. Like, it's going to be okay. And so they were just giving me reassurance. And it was just a very weird part of the day that I didn't, I don't know, mentally prep for um, was being in that space, just kind of waiting. Um, and so that was very unusual. Um, let me I can see. totally understand that and totally see it. Lara actually didn't say anything uh, about that to me. So, <laughs> but you'll have I mean, to ask her. It was yeah, comedic. I can, I can see that being like, if someone's not prepared for that, like the anticipation of waiting, especially when that. you can hear and see everyone talking and all of that. And you know that they're there to see you like you are the, for a lack of better words, focal point, like, you know, everyone's waiting and excited. And I can also see how that would be very hard for someone to be unexpected, like, wow, I did not expect this mm-hmm. anxiety or this anticipation yeah. or this this stress or whatever words you want to use to describe it. And don't get me wrong. As soon as those doors open, I like popped up, had my good pa- posture and strutted down those stairs. But the waiting, 
waiting about me. So you had such a good time. You achieved your why. You enjoyed all of your people. Had a blast with all of them. From what I heard, a super big blast. (laughs) Like so much fun with everybody. The party. It was epic. It was so epic. That was the goal. It was wonderful. And shout out to our DJ. He was amazing. It was Tyler with another dimension, right? Yeah, I love Tyler. That's what it's called. Yes. So it was a party. You'll have to, you guys will have to go back and look at some of Chris's photos. Well, Everyone and I'll link, so I'll link previews fun. in the show notes so that people can kind of see and get an idea for what the day looked like. But yeah, I mean, that party, it was, it was, it didn't stop. I mean, and the crazy thing was like, I was never worried about breaking away for photos at any point. I don't know that we did once we got back inside, but even if we had to, I, that party was not slowing down anytime. We did. We did because I heard a song that I had asked the DJ to play while we were outside taking sunset oh, photos. Oh, that's right. Like, oh, that's my song. And we ran, we oh, ran bummer, back in. We're missing it. One of my favorite things that you've talked about is having the buffer people. And I think that that alone can keep so much stress off of you. What did you say to everybody to know that you had the buffer people? Did everybody just know that these are your people that you go to with questions? Or do you know what I mean? So, hmm. I honestly don't think I told Chris and Lara because I feel like they kind of had that understanding already because we had such a similar mindset of I need to not stress on this day. Yes, I absolutely. have anxiety. I need it away from me. So I actually didn't say anything to Chris and Lara, our wedding coordinator. Um, I just kind of told her like, hey, if there are any issues, like, please go to my sister and this oh, I, bridesmaid. Yes. Um, and so she was kind of in charge of dealing with all of the vendors on that day. Um, my mom is very much a host, as you can tell from our incident that happens with them. She's the hostess with the mostest. And she, <laughs> um, she always opens up her house to everyone. She is just this amazing person. And I knew that if we didn't hire a day of coordinator, she would be trying to run the show of our wedding. She would not be able to relax. She would not be able to enjoy it. And so that's why we hired a wedding coordinator um, who was able to kind of control the vendors, tell them where to go. This is what the plan is. Um, And so she really um, implemented kind of the buffer people. um, And she was that buffer person for most of the day. Man, you know what's amazing, actually, now that I'm thinking back on your day, and after you've made that statement, Micah, your mom was around a lot on your wedding day, and she was around a lot around you. I mean, I know you still haven't gotten your full gallery back yet, but the amount of candidates that we have of your mom and being around you is honestly so much more than other weddings because... Sometimes people don't gift their mother that stress-free experience by hiring a coordinator or a planner or someone like that to take charge. And we've said this on the podcast before, a lot of times mom becomes default and she be yeah. out of love because she wants to help and she wants to do things when like your mom was around a lot and that's not uncommon or that is that not is as common. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as common as people might think it is. And I get it. I and fully aware how expensive things are, how expensive things are in the wedding industry right now. There was no way with our budget that I could hire a full on wedding planner. Would that have been so nice? Would have made my life so much easier? Absolutely. But I could not afford that. And there are other options. There are day of coordinators, there are month of coordinators. And to be completely honest, even though we hired a day of coordinator, 
I started working her with her pretty intensely a month out. And um, that's just something that I knew that we needed to make our day flow smoothly and for everyone to get to enjoy the whole experience that our wedding was. I love that you prioritize that because I do think exactly like what you said. It's easy to write off having a planner because you think, oh, it's so pricey having the other options. I mean, it does. It takes so much stress off of you. It takes so much stress off of it. I mean, then there's a point person the day of too. So people aren't running around helping you set up and then asking you questions. And then they don't know about the buffer people. At least when there's that point of person, everybody goes mm-hmm. to that person. And then that person. Everyone can, knows. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Is there anything else about, uh, Ashley, what were you going to say? Nothing. Nope. I was just going to say, is there anything else about your day that stands out good or bad, uh, that, or anything that you love that you did that you wanted to share about that you wanted to touch base on? So we used faux flowers. I, um, ordered them from a company called something borrowed blooms. I've talked about it with some of the girls in our bridal breakdown community and our little Facebook group. And they were all fake. We didn't use any real flowers. Um, which was absolutely amazing. We saved a ridiculous amount of money, which allowed us to be at a venue like the Barna Grace Hill that is pricey, but you there are so many benefits to being there that you're paying for by paying for such an expensive venue. Um, we um, rented them. So basically we ordered them all online. Um, this is everything from my bridal bouquet to my bridesmaid bouquets, corsages, boutonnieres, Um, our arbor, the flowers on our arbor. Um, We had a little posy bouquet on a memorial seat for our grandparents that had passed away and all of them were fake. We didn't have to keep them in water. We didn't have to worry about them wilting. They didn't have to be refrigerated. No one had to bring them to the area. We, I got to play with my bouquet and kind of tweak it. And I added some pearls in there and I added some extra flowers in there. And it was so easy. It was so insanely easy. I cannot get over it, especially if you're having an outdoor wedding. Flowers wilt, especially in this Dude. freaking especially in the summer. Heat. This wedding that we just had this last weekend was 101 degrees outside. Oh, Chris, that, we're only those in flowers June. stood no chance. And Wilted, we're only in June. Um, I, oh, I know. It's crazy. Immediate wilt. Like it, it was crazy. I'm so glad you're bringing this. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Lara used some of the boutonnieres from some of the boys' boutonnieres to do our detail photos. And even up close, they just, they look, they're such high quality faux florals. Like they're not like the faux florals you can pick up from um, Hobby Lobby or some home store. Like they look absolutely gorgeous. It's insane what these people are able to do. And we just switched out the shipping label and mailed them back on Monday. Um, My mom did it for us while we were on our honeymoon. And She's not good with technology, and she did it no problem whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. And no, so much I so that they even that. reached out to you to feature you guys as like your, what was it, like couple of the month or something like yes. that? Yeah. They're going to they're gonna do a feature like a on feature. our wedding. Wow. Yeah. And this is a massive company. So guys, what can you say the name one more time? It's called Something Borrowed Blooms. They have a huge variety of all different um, collections of florals. We use the one called Jane. Um, I just wanted simple. I honestly, 
I didn't really care that much about florals. I didn't want them to make a statement. That's not what the wedding was about. And they're extremely expensive and they're very high maintenance. And honestly, it was the last thing I wanted to worry about. Um, so they had this collection and they have a beautiful boho collection with pompous grass in it. They have um, one that they just came out that has tiny little blue flowers in it. Um, I'm trying to think of that. I don't remember what that collection is called, but it is it is so, so beautiful. I am just amazed yeah. by what this company is able to we do. We need to reach out for them for a sponsorship. Uh, this reminds, I agree with you. I don't want to forget this. Yes, go for this it. This reminds me of prioritizing the things in your way. Like early on, figure out what you care about and what you don't care about because it's easy to be like flowers. There goes, you know, two grand, three grand, 20 grand, like whatever in flowers. And it's easy to just do that because it's something to mark off the list and you're like, that's a must. I must have flowers. Mm -hmm. And yes, to an extent, you must have some kind of greenery to like just give life to the space. But mm -hmm. in this route, you're like, flowers aren't important to me. These are the other things that were. Yes. I'm going to prioritize a day of coordinator over florals. Let's hire or let's rent some silk flowers. It's amazing. We will link something borrowed blooms in the show notes. 100% check them out. Definitely worth it. I can say some of the best uh, fake flowers we've worked with ever. Like Love they it. are they, just a great. They smell amazing. They're what? scented. And it's not like a yucky, like, it is the most beautiful scent. I have reached out to the company and asked them what scent they use because I would like to purchase it because it's so nostalgic to me, that smell yes. of our wedding flowers. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's like oh, a gardenia. Cool. Oh, it's so good. Another, another wonderful company that I found. This is biodegradable confetti. Um, it is water soluble. So all we had to do to clean it up was spray it down with a hose. Um, we were the first couple at the barn at Grace Hill to get to use confetti. Um, typically, they don't allow it. Um, but I reached out to the owner and I said, this is what this company is. Um, this is how you clean it up. Would you be okay with this? And she said, we'll trial it. So, Did you ever hear back from them? Are they going to allow that again? I don't know. Who cares? I you got to do know. it. I, we got to do it. <laughs> the company was called Funfetti. No, Funfetti. That's a kind of cake. <laughs> that is, I started writing down confetti. I know you tagged it. Let me go it's look right now. It's called Eco-Fetti. Eco-Fetti. Yes. Okay, it, I'm yep, writing it down fetty. so we can tag it. Yep. I've got a little list too. So since the wet... beautiful photos. Oh, no. It totally did. I actually think I like confetti better than sparklers. Dude, okay. Lara and I said cool. like, why, this needs to trend immediately yeah. because they just look so epic. Mm -hmm. So epic. Micah, how have you been feeling since the wedding regarding wedding? I look at it all through rose-colored glasses. The mishaps that happened, I am not even really thinking about them. I still kind of feel not like newlywed bliss high. Erin and I didn't live together before we were married, um, which it's totally your choice. I won't think of you any differently. If you do, we did it for religious beliefs. And so we had so much to explore when we moved in together as a newlywed couple, which is, it just made it really fun. Um, we got to discover this like whole new side of each other and we've known each other for five years or we've been dating for five years, over five years now. And so we just, it's just so special. Um, it's been wonderful to get to move in together and decorate this apartment together and just kind of get to know each other on this whole completely new husband and wife level. I have it's to amazing. ask, 
have there been any little things about Aaron that you've learned that you're like, mm, this is going to drive me crazy? Oh, there were so many things when I moved yes. there, Justin. <laughs> yes, there is. And there's one thing I can think of because it happened as soon as we got back from the honeymoon. He oh, will God. wash off his plate and then leave it in the sink. It's always in our dishes. Gym, we have, we have so a dishwasher. Funny. We have a very nice state-of-the-art dishwasher right next to the sink. And it's like you already did all of the work by rinsing it off. Like you might as well take the next three seconds to just put it in the dishwasher. Um, I'm sure he has lots of little things like that for me. Um, yeah. But that's like the first thing I can think of. That's he also funny. falls asleep very quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, no, that's when, all. I feel like when we that's lay a... down in bed. Out. I'm a talker. That's our time to talk. We like catch up about the day. Like that's when we have just like our fun little like. But I don't no, know, like his I like head to hits scroll the through pillow. TikTok and I'm like, no, he is down and I'm just like sitting there talking. He's like, uh-huh. And then I'll bring it up the next day. No recollection whatsoever of what I said the night before. That's so, so funny. We're still working on it. Um, but it's just, it's just so fun. Oh, we're almost done fun. writing thank you notes, um, which has been a lot of fun. And just to <clears throat> reach oh, out to everyone it, that man. came to the wedding and just tell them how thankful we are that they came and that we've just been so blessed by them. And so we're still very much living in the post newlywed life. That's amazing. Well, is there any advice that you think somebody like they, a bride should definitely follow? I feel like what helped me the most was number one, like remembering why we chose to get married. And if it wasn't going to like, contribute to that why like it wasn't worth having it wasn't worth worrying about it just wasn't worth it um and so that was everything with like my mother-in-law wanting to wear cream to the wedding and that just it just it just happened and I told her how I felt and that was it we dropped it that was the end of the conversation if she wanted to wear that that was fine if so-and-so wanted to bring a plus one that was fine if it's not going to contribute to the wedding why and uplift it and honor it, it's not it's not worth your mental space. So that was my first thing. And then my second thing was hiring vendors. I cannot stress this enough, not only to like my friends, but to people that I know who are starting to get married. We're at the age. All my friends are getting engaged. It's very, very exciting. And they're all kind of looking to me for advice. Like, oh, like, who did you get your spray tan from? Or who did your makeup yeah. And I have told them the exact same thing. I'll say, this is who I use. She might not work out for you. Um, It is so important to hire a team that you trust and that you love and that you enjoy being around. All of those people you spend just as much time with as you spend your family, as you spend with your wedding party. Um, And so the fact that we hired people who were the dream team, were the absolute dream team for us. that's to me what I thought really made our wedding day was just was just hiring people who I know I can trust. That's incredible. It looks that's you, Chris. Right? You're so good. You know, what can, <laughs> what can we say? No big deal. I will say there was a unity amongst your wedding vendors that, I mean, everyone always plays nice on the wedding day. For the most part, I will say, ooh, I'll save that for a Patreon episode. Ooh, Got a rant ooh. on something. It's a DJ. Anyways. Not your, I will not, say, not her DJ. No, not her DJ. No. Okay. No. There was um there was a unity that I actually I know that you've experienced this before. When there's wedding vendors that you've worked with and then 
everything just clicks and it's so smooth and you don't have to worry about this person going rogue I think and you're it's there a for the couple. I look at what? it like a dance. Yes. Like a wedding, the wedding vendors when they work together very well and seamlessly and all with this common goal. It's like this very fluid dance that happens around the wedding, around the bride and groom and the bride and groom are literally like immersed in it and it's not disruptive or. That's such a beautiful way to put it. And it's, and it's not that they all know each other even. It's the fact that they're there with the love for this couple and to serve this couple. And when you find your vendors that are going to love you for you and that they are going to serve you the best that they can. And when you have that from all of your vendors, that dance happens, the vendor Mm -hmm. dance. Mm-hmm. Trademark, Ashley. Trademark, vendor dance. Well, Micah, thank you so much for coming on. You finally got to be on the other side. You've been a longtime listener, and now you've got to share your expertise. It's almost like she like got to close the book. I know. Now you we'll know? never talk to her again. Ever. Just kidding. <laughs> no, Just you kidding. aren't allowed to do that because I'm having you and Lara over for dinner. They well, did we're gonna so do much for us. They did Above and beyond, I swear. Wedding photographers do not get enough praise. It's always the coordinator. Photographers do so much. My goodness. We're the second coordinators. Lara did your mom's lashes yesterday, and she said that Christy just raved the entire time. And Lara was like, I just feel feel amazing about myself. So I was like, good. That's good. (laughs) As she should. Yeah, it was good. It was a good day. I love this. We'll put a nice bow on this episode. Thank you so much, Micah. We're excited. We hope you'll stick around in the Facebook group and share all of your expertise and just, you know, when people pop up with issues and things that they're going through. And that goes to any Bridal Breakdown listener. Like if you've graduated on and you are, you know, a a pro, like you've lived through the wedding, man, share that expertise in the group when people pop up and they have things that have gone on. Um, you can find the link to join the Facebook group in the show notes. We've had an influx of people joining here over the last week. It's really awesome. Shout out to the, uh, I'm not going to name them, but the eight or so new listeners that have joined into the Facebook group. You can also find links to the confetti, to the something barred blooms, all the things that we talked about. We're going to drop those links in the show notes. Thank you guys so much and have a great day. Mm-hmm.